0: Hi this is Cole
1: and this is Carly. Welcome to our podcast streaks and shivers.
0: Today we'll be reviewing the movie Lamb from 2021 an eco-horror movie and to give you a short synopsis on Lamb it is about give me a second sorry guys gotta get my notes in order. It is about a childless couple Maria and Igvar who discover a mysterious Born on their farm in Iceland. The unexpected prospect of family brings them much joy, but ultimately destroys them.
1: So, this film is based in Iceland and it was filmed in Northern Iceland.
0: It's very pretty. Like, I can't, I'm not going to lie. Watching the movie, it was very pretty. It was very appealing, very foggy and very cloudy. There wasn't a lot of sun.
1: Yeah, it was really pretty. Um, I love the beginning where you really don't know what's going on. All you see are a bunch of horses running around. And, like, the horses get all spooked. Like, they're running in a winter storm. And then they get all freaked out and they run away. And then the next thing you know, we're in a barn with sheep.
0: Oh, yeah. And I could just imagine what that must smell like because it's snowy outside. It's wet outside. And then you go in there. I bet it's nice and warm. But the smell of sheep, ugh.
1: I haven't been around many sheep, so I don't know how they would smell.
0: Well, I I haven't been around a lot of sheep, but I've been around goats uh, because of my job. And let me tell you, they smell. So I just imagine sheep smell the same as them.
1: But I was a little ignorant because I was so confused by the horses. I did not know that there was like horses that just ran free in Iceland.
0: Oh, I didn't. I thought they were just like on a farm.
1: I mean, I'm sure they are on a farm, but I I was not expecting to see
0: horses. Yeah, and they didn't even look like, they didn't look like horses. I thought they were ponies.
1: Oh, they might have been ponies. Okay.
0: They were kind of short. They were short for a horse.
1: Well, one of them, (laughs) like the leader one, looked pretty big.
0: Well, yeah, it's the leader.
1: But going back to that beginning, well, do you want to talk about the characters first or the beginning?
0: uh let's talk about our characters we have um the wife maria the husband igvar his brother uh peter and then we have the um the mysterious child who they name. um how do you say her name
1: ada, ada. ada
0: thank you because my brain was like anna and i was like it's <laughs> not anna and then um our director is vladimir johanneson and our writers are uh uh, Soljan and Johanneson, as well.
1: And you said this was uh, Johanneson's debut film, right?
0: Yes, that's what I um, saw when I was doing some,
1: uh, some research. Digging
0: around, some research. So good for them. It's a pretty good film. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, um, Like you said at the very beginning, for the first 10 minutes, I thought it might be a no sound kind of movie or like no talking. And that was kind of off putting. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not like big into. I'm not a big social. I like. What am I trying to say?
1: Silent films. You're not big on silent films.
0: Yeah. And I'm also not like a great movie critic, as you can hear me stumbling about in the dark. But. I was just not going to sit there for a whole over an hour to listen to nothing.
1: I think it's funny you mentioned that because when this film first started, I like kept turning the volume up because I was like, maybe my sound is messing up. And finally, when we get to the sheep and the radio clicks on, I'm like, okay, there's noise I can hear talking now.
0: Yeah, but even then I was like, if all I have to hear is like a radio and animals making noise and something weirdly like grunting as it walks, and the humans don't say anything. I- I'm not going to be able to like stay awake.
1: <laughs> Which um, okay, so just to let the audience know, in case they don't know, this movie is not in English. Um, so you, if you are an English speaker, you will have to use subtitles.
0: Yes, so be prepared to read, but not very frequently, guys. It's very, it's like, words are used rarely in this movie.
1: Yeah, this movie is not dialogue heavy. The characters are quieter, they don't talk often. Um, the movie the very slow burn type of movie, and then when the characters are talking, it's kind of surprising.
0: And honestly, you'll see more screen time of the animals than the humans.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of animals in this film. We got sheep, we got a dog, we got a cat, and then we got a sheep child.
0: It's just crazy how like um how many animal scenes we get compared to the human scenes and then the rare human actions we do get I want more of.
1: hmm Well, in the beginning of this film, so we see, like I said, the horses are running, and then we go back to the barn and the sheep are acting very spooked they're scared they keep moving around their pins they're looking wide-eyed um and all we hear is this heavy breathing and then the radio clicks on and it's like merry christmas now it's time for the evening prayers and when it says that all we see is this lamb fall down and start like kind of moaning and then that's the beginning of the film
0: and you know when i was looking up um Researching about this movie and after watching it, someone was saying maybe the lamb fell down and like you know, and we know later on around spring it gives birth to this humanoid sheep child. Um, it gives birth to the child because the the um Maria and igvar are praying for a child.
1: Oh, that's a very good theory. So I just want to correct something really fast because I've been doing this and um you did it too. I think mother sheep are called are they called ewes?
0: Ew. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. What did I say? Lamb?
1: Yeah, lamb. And then I was just calling it lamb or sheep.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I'll go back to calling it a sheep because I'm not going to keep saying ew, ew, Because <laughs> I'm going to that up. So I'll call her the sheep, mama sheep.
1: But I do like that. And I think, you know, there's a good possibility, if not both of them praying for a child, I do think there's a possibility Maria was praying for the child. Because as soon as you see the lamb fall down, I mean, the sheep fall down, you it cuts to, you know, someone looking out a window and it's Maria. And she's in a red a red shirt that looks really nice. And they're putting food on the table because it's Christmas, you know, day. And it's just her and her husband. So there is a chance that while she's looking out the window, she was praying for a child.
0: Yes. And then, um, and, you know, in a way, even if, her praying really didn't do anything. She does get that child, whether that is from a spirit, like, you know, her being blessed by the spirits or just a coincidence that this creature wandered into their barn and decided to pick their sheep to make a child with.
1: And I mean, either way, like the whole situation kind of has a sense that something divine has happened or a miracle has happened with the fact that one, it's a holy day, it's Christmas day. There's a praying mentioned. And then the fact that later on, there's this miracle child that's like half lamb, half human.
0: And then if we want to get kind of deeper into this religious aspect of it, isn't it like Christmas is like or December is a month like Jesus was born?
1: Oh, that's true.
0: So while a a child is not being born, a child is, would it be conceived on that day?
1: Yes, it would have been conceived.
0: So, mm, it doesn't really tie well, but it just made me think of that.
1: But can I say I mean, sheep are also kind of related to this ideal of Christianity.
0: I saw that, but I was trying to think of when I've seen, oh, I guess, like, follow the flock and whatnot.
1: Yeah, and the fact that Jesus is considered, like, the lamb of God. I didn't even think of that.
0: Wow, Carly. For atheists, you know a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I consider myself an atheist. I'm oh. just not practicing any religion right now.
0: Oh, forgive me. Forgive me for mis uh mislabeling you. Thank you. Um what was I going to say? But um either way, so the sheep the sh- want to be around whatever that thing was. We don't get to see it guys, but we know something has occurred. And then in the spring we kind of cut over it seems like it's we're now out of the winter and we're beginning to enter spring because the mama sheeps are all giving birth and the couple uh maria and igbar are helping them and you will see that on the screen it's live births and i was surprised that that was they really did help sheep give birth
1: yeah it wasn't like that all actually happened they you know it wasn't just added in with cgi or whatever
0: And is it weird that I'm like, have have I ever seen that in, like, an American movie? Or maybe I need to go watch, like, a cowboy movie or something and see if they have actually done live births from animals on TV.
1: I'm just surprised. Like, I feel like that would be very hard to do. Like, and and they seem to make it, I mean, the actors themselves seemed pretty relaxed while doing it. They actually made it look like it was something they've done before.
0: Yes, they definitely sell the whole, we are farmers out here in our isolated uh, ranch with our sheep and potatoes.
1: And I think, you know, at the beginning of this film, probably up until, you know, this miracle child is born, not only does that, like, not only is the landscape kind of isolated because you see that they're kind of in a rural or country area where it's mostly just them out there, Um, But their whole relationship seems very isolating in itself. Like, something seems to have happened between this couple where they're not talking very much to each other.
0: Yes, like, everything kind of feels cold and standoffish. Not even, like, they're not, like, mean to to each other anyway, guys. But it's more like, you know, it's just, like, if something feels like it's lacking, like, there's a void between them and even within themselves.
1: Yes, it seems like there's a big distance between them. Like, even when they do, especially when Maria touches, like, Ing- Ingvar, like, it just seems very weird. Like, it seems very mechanical. Like, they're there, they're working their farm, but that's it.
0: And um, and even, like, it's just, oh sorry, I'm getting a little bleh. But then, when they go back... When they are helping the sheep give birth and they pull out the, they help this one sheep give birth and it's the one that was um, impregnated by the mysterious creature. We get a sheep, but we don't know what's special about it. All of a sudden, they're just staring at one another, they're staring at the sheep, and then they wrap it up in a blanket, or I think, what did they wrap it up in a blanket, or one picked it up, but they're covering it, so all we see is a sheep's, um, I mean, a lamb's head, we're not seeing what came out of, like, what's the rest of the lamb's body, and then they walk it back to the house, and then things start to change
1: i'm not gonna lie when that scene happened i was so confused because with all of the other bursts, like they were pretty steadily going like they would pull the lambs out they would clean them off and then they would like give them over to the mother so that the lambs could feed and so in this when this um scene happened i didn't realize what was happening at first and i thought they accidentally killed the mother lamb because it's like you hear like a cracking sound and then like Maria's face looks completely shocked and she's like staring at Ingvar like oh no what just happened and then the next thing you know you see him walking away with this lamb like in a blanket or a jacket and then they get back to the house and they have it in like a little tub and they're bottle feeding it so at first I thought that the mama had died
0: oh that would that makes
1: sense but then you see that the mama didn't die and that there's actually something special about this lamb.
0: And then, like, and the special thing about this lamb, guys, is that it's partially human. It, um, one of its arms is a hoof and the other arm is a human child's hand. And the head, I believe it's just the head and the upper shoulder that might be um, lamb. And then the rest of the body is human.
1: So from what I could tell, um, the head is the head is the head of a lamb, and then one like one arm is like a lamb's leg, and then the other is a human, and then the bottom part is human.
0: Either way, um, it's kind of creepy at first. I won't lie, but once. Um, um... What's the name again? <laughs> I just want to call her Ann. On.
1: Otta. Ada. Otta. Thank Otta. you.
0: Audra. Once Audra starts walking around wearing human clothing and being like a little child, I do find her very enduring and very sweet, especially when she has the cat in her lap. Mm-hmm. But I'm jumping ahead.
1: She is very cute, and there's something like storybookish about her. Like, like, you know how in the old little kid storybooks, you would see the animals go around like Peter Rabbit. And it's like, they're animals, but there's something human-ish about them.
0: Yeah, like the little turtle boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of the book. And also, you know what? Maybe another movie that's completely far off that you wouldn't even think about correlating. But Stuart Little. Do you remember? Oh
1: yeah, I could see that.
0: Like the little mouse, he wears human clothing. He's annoying. He's a hum- Like, he's a mouse, but everyone views him as a human. And that's how yeah. Ada, um, Maria, and Igvar Ygg- are to Ada. Even though she is sheep, we have to understand sheep. She just has some human attributes. They view her as fully human, even though she I, doesn't
1: speak. I guess it's like you can't really say she's fully sheep either. She's not fully human and she's not fully sheep.
0: But then, the it's crazy because they love Otta, but then, um, they, so they take Otta, and they're raising her as their child, but Mama still has a connection to Otta. Mama still wants um, her baby back, her lamb. So Mama, um, the, they ha- when she's still a little baby, Otta, they, um, they leave the house to do something. I don't know why the husband left, but... They leave and somehow mama cries for Ada. And, you know, Ada's like, oh, my mama is crying for me. So she leaves. And when the um, Maria and Igvar get to the house, Ada is gone. So they go on a dramatic search. And Igvar says something kind of interesting. He says, I'll go check down by the river. Now, first, mm-hmm. why was that? He's like, I have to check by the river.
1: Yes. I thought that was an interesting thing, too. And I think if you think about it, you know, we as this movie goes along, we kind of it's never outright stated, but we kind of pick up on the clues that they had a child. They actually had a daughter, a human daughter named Otta, who passed away. Somehow she died. And we don't know if she died as a baby or as a toddler. We don't really know when she died. But it seems like there is this grief that the parents have and it's related to that. And so Lamb Otta is kind of filling that void.
0: And we only get one scene that confirms that they had a child. And that's when um, she's down. This is farther in the movie, guys. When she goes to like this small little graveyard. And on one of the crosses is the name Otta.
1: And I mean, that does confirm that they did have a child that passed away. But I think that like there's little clues throughout it. Like the fact that they had a crib and and the fact that Oughta, they dress lamb in little girls clothing oh yeah that they already had
0: i was just saying that uh cross kind of confirmed it it's not like everyone's just left wondering oh did they have a daughter no we know she she had a daughter or was planning a daughter because i was when I'm researching someone was saying like she had a miscarriage but the way they act is it seems like they might have had a child for a bit of time
1: that's how I felt, too. I did see where it said, um, I read that in an interview, too, that they thought she had, like, a miscarriage or stillborn. But to me, there's, like, different scenes throughout the movie that made it seem like they actually had a child, like, that was already starting to grow and develop. Because there's a scene where Ingvar is reading to Lam Otta, and it's like he starts having flashbacks to when he was, ser- like, you know...
0: Yeah, like, he's running through, like, um, it looks like they're grassy meadow, but it looks like they're having, like, a downpour of rain because, like, it lo- or they had a downpour of rain because the whole area looks flooded, and he's running desperately, screaming, Otta.
1: hmm
0: And then that's all we get out of it. So it it's kind of left up in the air, but I definitely think they might have had, I think, Otta, their human Otta, the first Otta, might have um been a bit older or at least a ch- a little child before passing away
1: and i just want to say maybe it's because i'm american and this isn't my culture but i think it's extremely weird that they named the lamb child the same name as their daughter
0: oh yeah i do i when i saw that it was the same name i was like oh this is not a good coping mechanism
1: Yeah, I was just like, y'all couldn't have given her like a little bit of a different name or something else.
0: And see, in a way, that just shows me that what they're doing isn't healthy. Yes, it may be like, they may be filling in that void with Ada, the sheep child right now. But they're really, it's not like, truly healing properly. Or maybe that's, that's my thoughts.
1: And I think we see part of that like unhealthy coping and also their desperation to fill that void and to keep little lamb Otta when they do find her, when she goes missing that day and they do find her. And she's just out in the pasture with her mom, her mama, the mama sheep. And like they hurry and grab her and they start walking back with her and the mama sheep is falling behind them, bawling at them. And then, like, Maria just turns around and, like, yells at that, at the mama sheep to go away. And it's like, Maria was just so mean to this sheep. Well, it's like baby snatching.
0: She's like, this is my child. And that sheep's like, uh, no, that I literally gave birth to her. She's mine. Yeah. And, and like. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: It's just weird because I know that Maria is so desperate for a child, but in a way, it also makes me think like how Maria doesn't even stop to think about how the lamb must, I mean, how the sheep must feel losing her child.
0: What's well, that selfishness to fill the void that she doesn't care who she hurts or she, who she has to kick out of her life? She will do whatever it takes to um, keep this happiness, keep Ada and keep her husband and have this perfect little family. And we see that she'll get rid of anything that tries to come in between her and her happy family.
1: I mean, we even see it in a few scenes later, after that, where the sheep is outside bawing in the morning, calling to lamp Otta. And Maria gets up and goes outside and shoots the sheep and then buries her body in an unmarked grave because she didn't want anyone to know what she had done. Mm-hmm. But somebody did know what she did.
0: Because a little in a scene earlier before that, uh, Igvar's brother, Peter, is, um, he, well, we don't know what's him yet, but a car comes rolling down the, uh, a car is coming down the street or down the road and these people get out and this lady throws a phone and then they grab this guy from the trunk and throw him out and leave. And he immediately heads to the farm and he witnesses the shooting. And we learn later on that this is Igvar's brother, Peter, who has a past or had a past relationship with Maria.
1: Mm -hmm. It suggested that her and him had an affair, possibly for her to deal with the grief that she felt after losing her child.
0: And Peter is just as much as a threat to her happy relationship or her relationship with Igvar and Anna as just as much as um, oh I'm sorry, Otta's Otta's mother Mm-hmm. and it's just really sad to see like, it's just crazy that like, she loves her daughter Otta, because it's, like, it has a human body and it has a sheep head, but she could look Otta's mother in the face who gave birth to Otta who has a sheep head who is a sheep, and shoot it so in a way, it's like, it's weird it's like, how could you shoot the mother
1: mm-hmm. and just kind of going off of that um going back to the scene where peter shows up he doesn't confront maria about seeing her shoot you know otta's mom he doesn't even know about otta yet he goes into the barn where the sheep are and he falls asleep until everybody is up for the day so there's a scene where he's sleeping and it's right when he's waking up and it shows, like, this shadowy figure that looks like a human, but with, like, a like, an animal head. And some people say that he actually saw Otta, and other people think he saw, saw who we learn at the end of the film is Otta's father, the Ram Man.
0: And let me tell you guys, the little scenes we get of the Ram Man, like, the quick glances, that's, like, the scariest part of the movie to me. <laughs>
1: Which I don't really, I didn't take this movie as a horror. Like, it didn't feel like a horror movie to me. It felt more like a fable.
0: It felt more like a drama to me.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I say fable because a fable is like a story that has a moral, a moral message in it.
0: Oh, yeah. I completely understand where you're coming from. It's kind of like, you take something, you take something, you got to give something.
1: Mm hmm. So I just love, though, how Maria and Ingvar introduce Ada to Peter.
0: Oh, my God, that scene was so awkward. He well, first of all, if I discover that my family member has just came in, not even the middle of the night And see again, is I should have looked into this. But was it like constantly sunny all the time? Or did it just never show us a nighttime scene?
1: See, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was wondering if, like, northern Iceland, I believe Alaska's like this, where sometimes in Alaska, there's parts of Alaska where it stays sunny all the time because it, the sun doesn't set, and then other months it goes into like months of darkness.
0: See, that would just drive me crazy trying to lay down and like they don't even close their um windows, they're just laying down in the sun's or the whatever sunlight's coming through those clouds is coming into their room and they just fall asleep just fine but um but yeah I would just be so annoyed or so like maybe it's or maybe it's just how that family operates but to find out that my brother spent the night in the barn with the sheep when he could have just came knocking on my door
1: well I think you know that's like a family farm it's common for like and it seems like it's common for him just to show up whenever like whenever he runs out of money or whenever he hits a rough patch he just goes back home
0: yeah so he comes into the so he comes and he's like hey it's me and uh, well peter's were um igvar's working on the tractor and he pops out and they talk and then they walk inside the house and um maria's preparing a meal Or it wasn't even a meal. It was like spaghetti. So I guess it was later. Again, I'm very confused, guys. Very confused. Because they're having spaghetti and meatball. So I don't know what the time is. But they're having lunch or dinner. And they're like, sit down, sit down. And then they're calling from Otta. (laughs) He just turns around. And there's a little sheep human staring at him. And I don't know why. But the way they're just like, this is the norm. And he's just, like, staring at them, like, what the fuck kind of joke is this?
1: Like, they don't even explain anything to him. They don't preface it. They're not like, hey, Peter, we kind of got to tell you something. Don't freak out. They're just like, you're ready to eat? Okay, here's your plate. Here's Ingvar's plate. Here's Maria's plate. Oh, and now we have this child who also happens to be a lamb.
0: And that's, and guys, this is what we mean with light on the dialogue. There's hardly any dialogue. No one ever goes into explaining anything, talking about anything. Anytime you have a question you want answered, guess what? It's not going to be answered by the characters on the screen.
1: <laughs> so um, I did just find out the answer to our question, Cole. And yes, um, apparently, so it says from mid-May to mid-August, iceland has like 24 hour daylight
0: oh wow
1: yeah and it says the longest day in iceland is multiple days from may through july when the sun doesn't set
0: oh my god
1: yeah so that's probably also their warmer months too though because it does seem to get pretty cold there so
0: but could you imagine all that sunlight all the time Mm Hmm. wonder they were raising a little lamb child
1: yeah but i mean it's I do like the fact that they capture that in the movie itself because I was wondering that too. I was like, huh, it doesn't really seem like there's ever a night there.
0: Yeah, it's just you think they would like, I don't know, have blackout curtains in their room or something, but I don't know.
1: I mean, the the only night scenes we see is when it's Christmas Day, which would make sense because it's outside of that the summer months. But isn't it always dark during the Christmas time? I wonder. Let me see.
0: (laughs) We're just doing a little research while making the podcast.
1: (laughs) Anyways, going back to that, I just love the fact like, and then Peter does not take it well at all, which you would think, obviously, they've all known each other for a really long time. So, Ingvar and Maria must know how Peter's going to handle the situation, which is not well.
0: Well, the thing is, I think he's also conflicted because they're calling it the name of their first child. So, he's probably like, uh, like I was saying, this is not a great coping mechanism. And also, I took this as a weird, like, this might be wrong. But I kind of thought, like, maybe the reason why Peter had such a dislike for Ada, is that she's also in the way to getting to Maria because when Marie, we, again, we don't, we know something happened between Maria and Peter. We know mm-hmm. had an affair, but, and maybe she only had a affair with him because, you know, she was grieving and to deal with her grief, she seeked out, um, you know, someone else.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and maybe he knows that if, she ha if he if she if maria has otta she won't need to rely on him so he needs to get otta out of the way so he can have maria mm-hmm. and this guy i guess this guy's a weirdo because yes he may not like otta and yeah she's a little sheep girl and she's growing at um a rapid speed but he doesn't know that but second of all um he goes out he's outside with um Yggvar, and Igvar is painting very strangely I must say. And Maria's taking a bath with Ada and they're having a cute little mama daughter moment. And Ig Peter comes into the house. Igvar looks around he's like, where the hell is Peter? But while he's looking around looking for Peter, Ig I mean, yeah, while Igvar's looking for Peter, Peter has come into the house and he's staring at Maria while he's looking into the bathroom because they left the door open, which is weird and he's looking at the mirror that's showing Maria's face
1: like he's Mm -hmm. people and then later he tells her like later that day or the next day he tells her like he thinks she left the door open on purpose so he could catch a peek no you weirdo she was (laughs) but I mean I think the worst thing Peter did was when he took Otta out into a field and almost shot her and then he didn't and he took her back and they fell asleep and had a nap.
0: I know that was also really weird. I was like, and in a way that was kind of like, I was like, oh, she's just like her mom staring down the barrel of a gun or Mm -hmm. the barrel of a gun.
1: But apparently Peter has a better heart. (laughs)
0: yeah or he was like i'm about to kill he literally held her tiny little human hand if you were going to kill her at least hold her like hoof hand
1: i know but maybe there's a part of him that thought it would be a mercy killing but i think in a way he also knew like if i do this maria and my brother ingvar are never gonna forgive me because it's like i'm killing their child but
0: then what makes me mad is like Peter isn't like a bastard to Igvar. He's not like eh. him human Igvar seem to have like Igvar's like I'm the older brother and if you ever have a hard time, Peter, he Peter's a musician or artist, and he's like, if you ever have a hard time, you can come stay with us. Like even um Maria's like, How long is he with us? And Peter's like Igvar's like, shh, 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 don't worry about that. Like, let's just Yeah. And it's like and then Peter's I
1: wonder if Ingvar knows like that Maria and Peter had an affair. I hope he didn't, Carly.
0: That would make me look down on Igvar.
1: Yeah. But I mean I feel like it'd be hard not to notice some of those things, you know? Like y'all are all living under the same house, like under the same roof.
0: Maybe he thought Igvar was just like I don't know. I don't know. I don't wanna think of that.
1: But either way, you know
0: Peter's just a bastard to Igvar.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's like, Peter does a lot of stuff where you can almost forgive him. Like, he takes Otta fishing, he tells her little rhymes, he helps care for her, he helps out on the farm, like, he does pull his weight, and right when you start to like him again, then he tries to blackmail Maria into having sex with him.
0: Yeah, it just goes to show you, like, no matter how nice someone can be, they can still do shitty things or be a shitty person Mm -hmm. and um we and around this time while he's trying to get with Maria we also notice that um Ada is feeling is like she's not like the rest of them she stares at herself in the water when they're out working at the uh, river she notices that the dog doesn't like her like it likes her dad igbar she noticed she doesn't like the noises they make when they're watching the game or when they're dancing she goes outside to get away from it all
1: yes like at this point she's starting to realize you know she's kind of different from them like she sees that she looks different and then she's not a fan of loud noises she's not a fan of like all the chaos that comes with being human
0: And I'm kind of surprised because the way um, Maria kind of hyper focuses is how hyper focuses on Ada. I'm surprised she doesn't pick that up that like um, that Ada doesn't seem to enjoy their yelling or the music.
1: I was honestly surprised, like because you know how they panicked when she was little and she disappeared. And I mean, she's still pretty little. um, But when she goes outside, like they seem to notice she left the house, but none of them go to check on her.
0: I guess in a way, it's because Maria has already dealt with the threat, which was Mama Sheep. She's already taken her out, so she knows Otto won't leave the house.
1: I just find it curious, like, that, I mean, obviously, like we said earlier, this movie is pretty light on the dialogue. So we don't really know what the characters are thinking all of the time. They do a really good job at expressing themselves with their body language, though. We pick up on a lot through that. But not. At no point in this film does it ever seem like they stop and ask themselves, How did this half human, half lamb child come to be?
0: Yeah, it's almost like they're like, Oh, it's a blessing. We're gonna take it and run with it. We're we're not gonna ask questions, look around. We're it's like I I'm not trying to be mean here, but I would've if I was Maria, I would have looked at Igvar and been like, How? What what is this, Igvar? Huh?
1: And like, I did consider, like, I honestly thought until the ending happened and it was confirmed, you know, that there was this ram man, um, I honestly did consider the possibility that Ingvar possibly had had relationships with a sheep, and maybe that's how this human child, this lamb child had come to be, and that maybe Maria just forgave it, because one, it gave her a child, and two, once Peter showed up, and I realized, like, they had had something going on, it allows her, like, some type of like she doesn't have to feel guilty about having an affair if ingvar was out there you know sleeping with sheep i just want to say ingvar
0: literally out if
1: if that was the right
0: <laughs> your wife fucks your brother so you're like you know i'm gonna get back at you i'm gonna fuck the sheep no Yggvar, <laughs> no
1: he was lonely cole he was lonely out there there All weren't right. many options for him
0: that's when you call Maria's sister and you're like hey Maria come visit us at the farm you know we're all just sharing <laughs> brother-in-laws and sisters-in-laws down here yeah but um but no thank God it's the ram man who is um Otta's father
1: which begs the question how did the ram man come to exist
0: uh another farm down the way was experimenting and ram man came into existence or you know what i really like i was telling you earlier when we talked when we discussed before we started recording i think ram man might be um this kind of weird but like an old god or like um
1: a nature god
0: a nature god or something you know he's kind of like the wrath of nature or, um, that's one article I read, but they didn't say he was like a god, but they just said he represents the nature's wrath. But he kind of like gives me that old god vibe, you know, that Greek mythology kind of like, um, uh, what is it called? You know, the half man, half goat creature. The
1: minotaur. Oh, yeah. um, the pan, the pen. satire. Ugh, I'm not gonna say it right.
0: That's fine. He just kind of gave me that vibe, like, oh, I'm a nature being, and but. I will say something about him didn't feel very majestic. He felt kind of, like, gross to look at.
1: Yeah, I felt like when he... Okay, so just skipping ahead, you know, after Peter tries to blackmail Maria into having sex with him by threatening to kind of tell Otta that Maria killed her mother because he witnessed it... um, Maria locked him in a room, and then later she drives him to a bus stop to catch a bus and makes him leave town. And so, you know, Ingvar wakes up during that time, and him and Ada go to work on the tractor. And while they're walking back to the house, the man catches up to them and shoots and kills Ingvar. So when he shot Ingvar, he looked very angry. And then once Ingvar fell, and he started walking off with Auda, and Otta turned around and looked at her human dad, Ingvar, dying, and she looked sad. He also kind of looked sad. But honestly, I get what you're saying. He didn't seem majestic. He kind of seemed, like, more on the animal side than than, like, the human, like...
0: I think... I- I don't like, like you said, yeah, I don't think, I don't get that majestic nature vibe. I get more of that. I am something that was created against my will. And I wanted something like me. So I created something like me. And I'm going to take her no matter what.
1: Yeah. But I feel like Ada, because of her, you know, experiences around humans have kind of been softened a little.
0: Unlike him, who was probably rejected by humans.
1: Mm hmm. But then you also have to ask yourself, is the man the real villain in the story?
0: I don't think he's the real villain. I think the villain is, if we want to be honest, I think it's Maria who killed her mom and took her from her mom. And Igvar who let it slide because it made his wife happy. But I think Igvar was a good dad. And I think he was a caring father. Like, I think there were moments where she laid, here's something interesting. She lays on his chest in the bed when he's asleep and she goes to sleep with him and um peter decides to hit on maria and then when he's dying she's laying on his like chest or stomach
1: oh that's a good parallel
0: so it's like it's it's just you know she's like she loves him and like maybe the um ram man does feel bad for killing him and you know i was also thinking maybe the saw peter take um take otta out into the forest or into the sh- uh, Meadow, and he thought that was Igvar. Uh, mm-hmm. So he was like, "I'm gonna kill this human before they wind up killing her."
1: Yeah, like maybe he saw Peter threat threaten Otta like months like, months prior or weeks prior with the gun, and so in his mind he thought, "Oh, this is what they do." Because then Maria also killed Otta's mom, and he's like, "All they do is kill our kind." So.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we'd see the gun. I can't remember. When did the gun disappear? Did it disappear after Peter tried to shoot her? Because he didn't put the gun back, did he? It just never shows the gun again.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if Peter left it out in the field or if Peter like took it back to the house and it just disappeared from there.
0: I was very confused at why the red Man killed the dog. I think it's just because the dog barked.
1: Or maybe the dog ran up to attack him. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, so he shot the dog. And then they had to give us like a close up of the rotting dog, which I was like, oh.
1: Yeah. I was honestly worried that the cat was going to be next, too, because then it showed the cat out in the field. And I was like, no, leave the cat alone.
0: I know. I saw that. And I was like, the cat can't kill a sheep. The cat's innocent.
1: I like how they don't name any of their animals. I mean, obviously, they brand like they don't brand their sheep, they tag them and then they like snip one of their ears. But, like, with their dog, they never call the dog by name and that. They just call it dog.
0: Kind of makes them, like, detached, And in a way, it makes you wonder who's the monster in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. I still, I have to say it's Maria because she killed the mama sheep for no reason except that it was bawling.
0: Like, literally, she could have brought that sheep inside and been like, okay, we're both going to co-parent this baby of ours. Mm-hmm. But no, she was like... I'm having dreams about Ram Kill You Mama.
1: Yeah. Um, in that article we read, I believe it was by in inverse, um, by Eric Francisco, inverse dot com. Um, it does mention how like the actress that plays Maria talks about when she was growing up, her grandma told her something. What did she tell her? Do you remember?
0: She told her, um, to res- I believe it was respect what you can't see or respect all living things, even the ones you can't see.
1: Yes, because a grandmother believed in the elves, right?
0: Yes. And if I could get back to that article, there it is. I found it. Um, from that article, it says, bah, 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 bah. Well, now I can't find it, guys. I'm sorry.
1: But but I think you got the gist of it. And I mean, because I know that's a big thing in Iceland is like respecting oh. nature, respecting the elves, respecting
0: other creatures. Um, in a separate interview with Inverse, which took place the day after the Q&A, um, she ele- elaborated on how Maria is free. And then I'm going to say the actor's name wrong, but forgive me, guys, Rob. Rapace herself was raised on a farm in Iceland, where her grandmother imparted folk wisdom to her. My grandma always said, don't provoke the elves. We have to be respectful to all creatures, even the ones we don't see. So in a way, we can definitely see how this movie reflects that. Mm -hmm. Because they don't respect nature because they took a baby from its mama when it, the baby didn't need to be removed from mama. And then they killed the mama when she was just trying to do what nature is, what she's supposed to do in her nature, which is give birth and take care of her young. And she was killed. And Maria committed a sin by killing her. And in the end, Maria loses everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think also like with Ingvar being killed, it also seems like an act of retribution, you know, like <laughs> resetting the scales because... Maria killed the mama sheep.
0: And men killed the human father. So in a way, it's kind mm-hmm. of balancing it out. Yes. The human side and the nature side have both ended with, um, have both have a death on their side.
1: Mm-hmm. I do think it's a little ironic that um, Maria takes when she drops Peter off at the bus stop, part of her reason is she tells him like with Otta Like, Auda is her new beginning. And she has her husband now. She has Auda. She has her family. And that's her new beginning. And then when she returns home, it's like that new beginning has completely been upturned, you know?
0: Okay, so I might be completely off base here. But I kind of got a vibe that she wouldn't mind leaving with Peter, though. She wouldn't mind leaving the farm, leaving Igvar. Even leaving Otta behind. Because I don't know why. Maybe it's because of their past that I get this chemistry between them. But it's like even after everything he did. She still hugs him. And it still feels like she hates to say goodbye.
1: I would agree. I I agreed with you there. I feel like there was more chemistry between her and Peter. Than between her and Ingvar. Like with her and Ingvar it seemed very sweet. Whereas with her and Peter it seemed more passionate. And in some ways, I think, you know, Maria might be a little bit jealous that, you know, Peter's left the countryside and he's gone off and he's done a lot of exploring while she's been just out there with Ingvar in their kind of quiet little farm life, trying to hold it down, doing the same thing day in and day out.
0: In a way, maybe it's kind of like that thing where, um, you know, well, that sounds really bad. I don't want to say that. At first, you don't succeed. Don't try again. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, they stay together. And at the very beginning, they don't seem like they seem very void, very distant to one another. And then, um, Otta, human sheep, comes around and it brings them to have a spark for life again. They're enjoying, they seem to enjoy their food. They seem to enjoy each other's company. Heck, they even start to have sex again. And then, um, temptation rolls around, which is Peter. And she's like, no, I'll, no. I have Ada and I have um, Igbar but then in that moment we can see you know some hesitation and when she gets back she has lost Igbar and Ada
1: and in a way she's also lost Peter because we don't know when Peter will be back or if he will be back
0: Yeah, and it kind of feels like there was a you know this kind of goes into the fable or like um, you know our week is um, this month is all kind of like fairy tale based theme or like you know, to get something, you got to lose something. And this kind of felt that way. Like um, she got her moment of happiness. She got that, that little, um, she got Ada and Igbar, and they were a happy little family. And to, for that, she had to lose both Ada and Igbar at the end.
1: And also Peter.
0: And also Peter.
1: I think in a way, you know, it also, as a fable, it also goes back to this ideal that like, that happiness wasn't ever really hers to begin with. The happiness she got was a stolen happiness.
0: It was borrowed happiness. Oh, no, you're right, stolen.
1: Oh, I would say borrowed. I think that's a good way of putting it too. Her her happiness was borrowed, and so it didn't last. And I mean, she ended up losing everything
0: just so she could. And see, that was that was her um, her failure to fill that void by using Otta. She caused pain and suffering to uh, two other people who didn't deserve it, or three other people, because um, Mama Sheep dies. Um, Auda is now alone with Ram Man. Not that he's a bad dad or anything, but she had to watch her human father, Igvar, die, and that that caused Igvar's death. And now she is with Ram Man, and she saw her father die in front of her and doesn't even mm-hmm. know her mom died. Yeah. So... Don't go stealing people's
1: babies. <laughs> I like the fact that when we were researching this movie a little bit, though, it also said that this was kind of a twisted tale, like, based on a twisted version of Mary Had a Little Lamb.
0: Yeah, and you didn't go into detail. Do you mind, like, explaining how?
1: I mean, because the article I read didn't really go into detail. It's just this ideal, like, the song is Mary Had a Little Lamb. And the movie we have this mother Maria which Maria is also Mary that's the name um Mary equals Maria and Maria has this little lamb
0: oh I didn't know Maria equaled Mary or Mary yes. Maria so then again we can tie a little bit of religiousness into it if we wanted to
1: very true and I think I think the nursery rhyme Mary had a little lamb is also based in Christianity so
0: Oh look at that. Like if you
1: have Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. Okay. So it's like the Christian ideal of like being sin free.
0: Well, I can tell you Maria was not sin free. <laughs> um out of this movie, I think my favorite character was um Igvar and Ada. Who I don't heard? really know
1: if I had a favorite character to be honest. I don't know if I liked any of them. My favorite character w- were the sweaters
0: and the <laughs> cat. That
1: um, I will say before we conclude, I do think you know this ideal of a half human, half animal being also kind of um, encapsulates the ideal of human versus nature. Like not only is there human versus nature as like the humans against Rand Man. And Ram Man against the humans taking Otta back, but Oda herself kind of serves as that border, as like both being human and both being animal.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's like could you imagine one day if um just being an animal and one day you gain the consciousness of a human and to see where how you so like you're viewed as a human but you still have attributes of that animal. And you came from an animal and you have to see how humans treat the animal. Like what was going to happen when Auda got older and she went into the barn where the sheep were fed and she saw how the sheep were kept in the condition? Like, she <laughs> like why do the sheep live in here when I sleep in a bed? Yes. Like it's it. Auda was going to have a very conflicting, like you said, a man versus nature kind of lifestyle. And she will always be battling with that idea, those views and ideals.
1: And I think it's kind of significant that like her head was still that of a lamb because I feel like if she had had like a human head and just like the bottom portion of her had been more animal, I think it would have been easier to like hide the animal identity.
0: Yes. But even the Ram Man, he had um, the top half of an animal and the bottom of a human. So mm-hmm. both not hide their identities. And Ram men to not wear clothing. Or he never was never offered clothing.
1: Yeah, we don't really know if Randman was ever raised around humans.
0: But he seems to really hate humans and he knows how to use his gun.
1: Yeah, and it seems like he prefers to procreate with animals despite his bottom half being human.
0: I know. You know, you brought up something interesting. You know how you said you were... Um... You thought maybe he would try to procreate with um, Maria. I'm so grateful. I didn't have to even entertain those thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. I was already having to deal with the thought of um, um, (laughs) Igvar having sex with sheep because his wife was cheating on him.
1: I mean, Cole, there's a lot of tells of men doing it with sheep and other animals. and Well, I shouldn't just say men. People having sex with other animals, so... I would have rather the twist
0: being that Peter was the one was, Odd's um, father.
1: <laughs> I think it would be interesting if somehow Randman was one of their children, but I feel like he's too old based on his looks; like he's a grown man. Oh yeah, man
0: terrifying.
1: But maybe what if Randman is like the brother to Peter and Ingvar? Maybe their father.
0: Well, I can't wait to see Lamb Two: The Reckoning.
1: You know, um. There is a moment, like, right before Ingvar dies, before Maria takes Peter away, where Otta's falling asleep on Ingvar's um, chest, and she's staring at a picture of all the sheep being herded down, like, a mountainside. And th- something happens, and I don't know if it's about her identity, but it's, like like, there's, like, the buzzing sound, like, she's having a lot of thoughts go through her head. Did you catch that?
0: I did catch that. And I and can I say this? I'm not trying to be mean. I don't know how big a sheep brain is. But do you think like being around all the humans and like, do you think she could fully process stuff like a human or she essentially still had a sheep brain?
1: I think she had more of a human brain because she would do some she would do tasks like any little child would like giving her dad the plate of bread and the coffee and turning off the radio.
0: Oh, true, true. She was highly, fu- she was smart. Can I say one thing? I, okay, so again, I hate Peter. I, I don't know if I told y'all guys and you, but um, I hate Peter. And when he dehumanized um, Ada, when he pulled that grass and was like, no, you got to eat it like a lamb. I'm like, dude, you can get the fuck out of here. If I was Igvar, I'd been like, you need to start walking because you're not coming back into my home.
1: But here's the thing. That's why I think it's a family farm that they both have ownership over. Oh. I don't think, I don't think it's just Ingvar and Maria's. I mean, I think they're the ones that run it, but I think that it's been in the family. And so Peter does have claim to it as well.
0: Yeah, It just made me so mad when he de- dehumanized Otta.
1: Mm-hmm. And that there's also a part in there where I thought maybe Ingvar did know about the affair with Maria because I was thinking about it later on. But in that moment, he pulls Otta up and he looks at Peter and he's like, why can't you ever just leave a good thing alone? And it made me think, oh, something else has happened. Oh, that's actually, wow, I didn't catch that. Igvar's a better man than me. But I don't know if he knew about the affair, but I just kind of thought maybe he did because of that phrasing.
0: and, And, you know, I can truly, I can see that. But maybe he just means how like um Peter's life is so chaotic that he can never make anything good work for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See like later on in a uh VCR, which I was like very caught off guard, um, they play a tape and it's um Peter when he was younger and I guess like he um like was a more professional singer at the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe he I- meant Never make anything good stay, or you fuck up
1: everything. Which it does kind of go back to that because they have such a good night, and Maria even tells Peter this when he's trying to blackmail her. She's like, she's like, we've had such a good evening. Like, why are you trying to ruin it now? Everything's going so well. Why are you ruining it now? And it's so funny because it's like they have such a great day, and then the next day is like the worst day of her life. Of her life.
0: Yeah, I still can't believe really Peter. I'm like. Like, girl, he tried to, like, blackmail you by telling your daughter that you murdered her mom. And I love... Okay, so I'm gonna... I'm sorry, guys. I'm kind of, like, running around. But I love, like, after she um kills Ada's mother, um she goes into the bathroom and she has to wash the blood off of her. Like, it made me think of, like, a murder movie. Like, when someone's done murdering someone, and they're like, oh, I gotta get this blood off of me. Mm-hmm. So, like, we know this is not just... A uh, farmer like this isn't just killing livestock this is a murder
1: also why why would they kill their livestock you know what i mean like they use their sheep for wool they don't really use them for
0: food well i didn't
1: know i thought maybe they would eat
0: like i was when it first started i was like oh i don't know like how they raise their sheep do they raise it for food or do they raise it for like wool like you said but um if they raise it for food that would make this even more like chaotic raising otta in that environment
1: Plus obviously that mama sheep could have babies, so why wouldn't they want to keep her around to produce more babies?
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Um, what was I gonna tell you? In a way though, I almost think that like if Maria would have given in like given in to Peter, like it would have been her punishment. It would have been her way of atoning. And because she didn't and she took him to the bus stop and because they were away from home that day and Ingvar and Otta went out looking like fixing the tractor and kind of, if they'd been there, Ingvar wouldn't have died and Otto wouldn't have been stolen.
0: Exactly. Maria dug her own pit. Like, she was the one. Okay, so I'm not trying to blame Maria and everything, but she's the one who kills Otto's mother. Ada's mother. She's the one who, if if this is if. This is sentence, a little. She's the one who had the affair. She's the one who wants to hide the murder. So because she had the affair with Peter, Peter wants to constantly be with her. And she's like, no, no, no. I need to get you out of here. So you don't reveal to Ada that I killed her mother. So she's the one who drives Peter to the bus stop. Why didn't she just wake up her husband and say, hey, you need to get your brother and take him down to the bus stop because she's afraid that, that he would reveal either the murder of Ada's mother to Igvar, or he would tell Igvar that he slept with his, um, slept with Maria.
1: Or she would have to face Ingvar saying, no, he's my brother. This is also his farm. I'm not making him leave.
0: True. It's just crazy how Peter listens to her.
1: I think it's because he also knows that in some way, he's betrayed his brother, you know? Yeah. And that's unforgivable in itself. Like, like cheating is a bad thing, but when you cheat on, like, with your sibling spouse, it's really bad.
0: That's something I can just never get my head around. Like, yeah, I can never either. give y'all. And if y'all ever did it to me, oh. <laughs>
1: um, oh, and then another thing I thought was interesting was how when you know, Ingvar is Bringing Ada home. He tells her. Whenever you're coming home. The mountain's always behind you. But then when the man kills him. And takes Ada. It seems like they're walking towards the mountain.
0: Yes. Because he wants her to be. He wants her to join him in nature. Mm-hmm. And another interesting. Uh, Igvar says is. Um, if you cannot see the mountains. Follow the river home. Which was. I was like. Hmm, that's an interesting. Mm-hmm. So,
1: how would you rate this movie out of five stars, Cole?
0: Okay, so I'm not going to lie. It The first half, literally like 30 to 40 minutes, was very slow, very slow. So, I would rate it uh, three out of five.
1: So, you know, I think this is the type of movie that the more you think about it, the more it kind of grows on you. Or at least that's my experience. So, I'm actually going to give this a four out of five stars.
0: Okay, I see that. I just think some of the other movies, this um, studio or company, I don't know if they're the ones who make it or they're the ones who, like, help kind of get it around. I just like some of their other work better, so that's why I give them a three out of five because the movie's slow pace. Um, it's like the second half gets a lot better, and then just I wish there was a bit more dialog
1: Mm-hmm. Well, anything else you want to add on this movie? Or about yeah.
0: this movie? uh Was there anything you wanted to kind of explain your reasoning, your rating?
1: um Just because, like I said, it's the type of movie that the more I've thought about it, the more I've liked it. If I would have rated it yesterday, it probably would have been a three point five or a three. But the more I thought about it, the like it's kind of made me think, and that's what I like about movies. Like if they can leave me thinking about them.
0: Oh, okay, I see that. I get that. The more you let it set on the pot, the more it simmers.
1: Mm-hmm. where some movies it's like even if I was to think about them for longer I'd still be like mm, I don't really like them I think there's like a lot of stuff you can flesh out from this movie even though there isn't a lot of dialogue hmm.
0: I just wish there was more dialogue I wish there was a little bit more human interaction like I said it felt like they saw more animal than human but um I, it was still a good movie and like you said it makes me think a lot it makes me wonder so I guess it fulfilled him um, its task as a movie
1: hmm And I mean, also, I think maybe it was purposeful that there was more animals than human in this film. Like, maybe that was also a message in itself.
0: Very true. But, okay. um... I
1: was just gonna say about how, like, we're more comfortable viewing ourselves and other humans than trying to view animals like I don't know how to explain what
0: I can't say that to me because I love nature documentaries love nature documentaries but that no that was not a nature documentary
1: (laughs) okay but a nature documentary is still being narrated by people so the you know
0: it kind of like it's like people who can sit out there and enjoy nature just like watching the birds or the trees or the river but then you got people who are kind of like me who it's kind of like again human versus nature (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>